This is Talking Small Business with Kat Schmoyer and Megan Martin, a podcast for creatives who like to keep it real about what it actually takes to grow an online business. We're competitors turned biz besties who chat daily, and now we're bringing you into the conversation. All right, friends, welcome back to Talking Small Business. Today, we are going to talk about maternity leave. This is such a big conversation to have as women business owners. And as of today, recording this podcast, Kat is 37 weeks pregnant with baby number three. And so maternity leave is definitely on the forefront of her mind. Kat, how are you feeling right now when you're about to step away? I mean, first of all, I feel very pregnant. So there we go. (laughs) If I get out of breath in any of these recordings, then, you know, that's just like life. You're just sitting down and you just can't breathe. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, I am at that point where I can see the finish line, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, here's my final list of to do's the final things I would love to ideally accomplish before she arrives. But it also on the flip side, there's also this part of me that's like, come on, baby. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 37 weeks pregnant like that. I feel like anybody who has been that pregnant before understands the feelings at, you know, that final month. So yeah, right. that's where you I'm at. Like, <laughs> you feel like you're like 39 months pregnant. Yes. Yeah. Like I've been pregnant my whole life <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like you're like right on the cusp of like, I am not quite ready, but also like, if you just choose to come, I'm not going to be angry about it either. Right. Right. For sure. For sure. Like, again, I really want to get some of these final things done for the business, but again, at the same time, it's like, but I'm not really sleeping that well at night anymore. And you know, you're just like uncomfortable and also just anxious about birth and just kind of like ready for what life with three kids is going to look like when we are outnumbered. So there's that. Yeah. Tell us about when did you start thinking about maternity leave? Was it like literally when you got pregnant or has this been like, was there a certain date on the calendar that you were going to start preparing for this? Like, when did you start thinking through this process? I started thinking about it really early on, but I mean, that's in my nature. I'm such a planner that it's, yeah, it's just, it comes naturally for me to think through like, okay, we're having a baby now. What do I need to do both in prepping like our family, but also in prepping the business. And so I definitely started thinking about it really early on. For me, it was more of getting out of the first trimester. And then I started really focusing on, okay, what do I want this to look like? I started letting my clients know that I was expecting um, and just trying to think through what life would be like for them when I'm on maternity leave as well. Tell us about what planning, what all went into planning for maternity leave for you this time. This time around, it was very different than my last two. And I love for you to weigh into Megan with like your, like, cause you had crew and Claire, I know for sure when you had like the businesses yeah. up and running and lots of things going on, um, with Micah, with my first, I was such a naive, like first pregnant, you know, like first time with like, we'd had some miscarriages leading up to him, but in terms of like, we didn't have any other children. It was like just Matt and I in the business. And I just had, I mean, I was 
I planned it great. I'm not going to lie. Like I did great, <laughs> but I didn't have any other distractions. I didn't have any other children that I you know, needed to take care of. And yes, we had a like thriving business, but even the business was leaner. Like there wasn't quite as much going on in the business back then. So with Micah, I was, I had like a three month maternity leave, like blocked out and planned. And I'm, I'm proud of that. I did great. Yeah. Um, with May uh, COVID hit. So she was born in April, right after lockdowns happened. So her maternity leave was basically non-existent um, because we were like coming home from the hospital, having to cancel the conference, just having to like jump into things. And thankfully I work from home where like we could still operate the business with a newborn, you know, versus me having to like go into an office or something like that. But maternity leave was very weird, like very, very, very strange. Lots of postpartum emotions and things happening with her that I definitely don't want to go back into. Um, and a lot of that was again, external pressures because of COVID and like life for everybody in 2020. Right. So this time around, I feel like I'd had a really great maternity leave and a not so great maternity leave. So I was like, all right, can I at least meet in the middle? Like I don't need it to be perfect, but I need to find something. However, this time around I have client work and with my previous pregnancies, I didn't have the integration agency. I didn't have a mastermind. I wasn't coaching as many students as I was. And so so thinking about, well, how do I prep for leave when I have contracts? Like we are have contracted work every single month with our agency. So how do I operate this where my customers feel cared for, right? Like my clients feel like they aren't just, I'm not just dropping them while I'm gone, but I want time with my family and I want time to go birth a baby and not yeah. be worrying about someone else's launch or somebody else's, you know, funnel or anything like that. And so it was really, really interesting. And, um, I think the month of January, I hit my, like, I'm super stressed. There's no way that I'm going to be able to do this, but that was just the hormones of pregnancy and like all the things happening. Right. Um, and so I did what I tend to do when I feel stressed out and that's just make a list of like, okay, what are all the things that need to happen? Um, and how can I set really clear expectations with my clients? So they know boundaries, right? They yeah. know like, okay, she is having a baby. Um, but they again, feel supported and encouraged throughout that process. And thankfully, so far that's gone really well. Now, obviously maternity leave hasn't happened. We'll see, you know, and when I come back to work, how that looks, but, um, so far, all of my clients were just incredible about, yep, what do you need? Here's what, here's what I need. Here's what you need. Like, let's try to meet in the middle. Let's try to make yeah. this work. Um, and I'm really, really pleased with how those conversations went and kind of operating what their contracts and what that client work would look like while I'm gone. So are you going to fully step away? Like you are not looking at business at all the entire time. I'm like smiling as Megan's asking me this question because I mean, hello, <laughs> obsessed with work over here. Um, I can't say that I will. No, like yeah. that, that would be such a lie. Oh my gosh, y'all. Um, I, this is something that I did with Micah with my first that I enjoyed about maternity leave. I had three months of planned leave, but I told myself, you know what, if something, if like, I feel like working, if I want to jump in and do something, why not do it? Like it is my business and my life. And as long as it doesn't feel like a pressure, if I'm just having fun, let's do it. Um, and so 
I kind of have that same mentality this time around with, if there are, um, if there's something that I want to just jump in and do, because I'm like, Hey, why not? Like the baby is sleeping and I'm, I'm sitting here and like, let's do something fun. Like let's do it. But I don't want to have, um, any deadlines to meet. So I have no deadlines. I will have no client communication. Um, my team will be handling all of that. So I'll coordinate with my team a little bit here or there with a handful of things happening while I'm out, but nothing, nothing really big, nothing that should need me to actively do something on. Yeah. I feel like that's the exact same way that I was when crew came along. And so crew is my third child. And with Kennedy, I was like, oh, it's fine. So I was, that was when I was a wedding planner back in the day. And I had a wedding six weeks after Kennedy's due date plan. Like, and my, again, first time mom, I didn't know what to expect. I did not plan out the maternity leave. Clearly I had a wedding six weeks after, but it was like contracted and I didn't want to give this wedding up. It was a very dear friend of mine. So I'm like, I can do this. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Big fail. <laughs> I did the wedding. I went through with it, but it was, it taught me a big lesson about like why, like the three months, you should at least plan for three months in my mind. Um, but so I didn't have a plan at all for her. And then when Esley came along, I, I was like in a season of breaking from my business anyway. So I didn't really need to plan for maternity leave. But when crew came along, I, I had that experience of like having two children already. And I don't know about you, but I like figured out this pattern with newborns that the six week mark is like the peak of the really difficult phase of living with an infant, like the six week mark, for some reason I found with all of my children, the same exact thing. It's like, they're out of that, like sleepy newborn phase. So they're really starting to like wake up and stay awake longer, but they don't know what to do with their bodies. <laughs> and so it, they're just like crying a lot and they're like trying to figure out how to function as humans in the world. And so I found for me that like, I need to like plan to get past that six, almost at least like nine weeks, I feel like is necessary just from like literally being a new mom with a new baby. Who's trying to figure mm -hmm. out the world. Like you can't you, like, I, I feel like it's such an American thing for us to like, feel like we're going to birth a baby and then like teach that baby how to be like a perfectly routine human. Like, right. Right. You no, know, like immediately, like that's <laughs> with, there's tons of books on it, you know, and, and I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's also another human being that is unpredictable, right? Mm -hmm. Just like we're unpredictable. Mm -hmm. And so I, I feel like when crew came along, I did the same thing. It was like, I'm going to have zero deadlines, but mm -hmm. if I want to work, I will do it. And I loved that freedom. Like I actually did work stuff when I was on quote unquote maternity leave with crew. I like designed a new website. I feel I remember I hosted a black Friday sale and I designed a new website when I was on maternity leave, but I did it because I wanted to do it. And it was fun. Right. For me. Like it right. wasn't, it wasn't someone needing something from me on a certain day at a certain time. Mm -hmm. uh, and that pressure, like having that pressure was way too much with Kennedy, but it was freeing to not have that pressure to be able to do what I want to do with crew. And I loved it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, like I'm kind of looking forward to that of just like the break from the client work and the client deadlines, um, getting time to, again, if I have, I have a list, obviously it's me. I have a list of like, if I feel like it, here's like some things that I'd love to be able to tackle, like while I'm on leave. But again, knowing that it can be like on my own time and whenever I want and everything that quote unquote has to be done will be done. So like all the client deadlines are done. Like we're batching these podcasts so that like you and I aren't going to jump on and record while I'm on leave. I've got YouTube videos, you know, all of that stuff is ready to go. So hopefully my audience still feels like really served clients feel well about, you know, the system and the processes that we have in place. Um, but then I have my little, my little list to, to tackle if I want to. What beyond client work, what kind of preparation did you do for, um, maternity leave this time? Um, prepping content for sure. And this was something I did with the past ones as well. Um, but if you're consistently putting out content that needs to be a priority for when you're still away. Now I'm doing it different. I'm scaling back on how much content I'm putting out while I'm gone. Um, but I'm still putting out consistent content, whether it's through the podcast or through YouTube emails to my, you know, email list, things like that. Um, something that I learned from Micah for my first, uh, maternity leave. I did really good with having all that content prepped for when I was gone and did not even think about when I came back and the fact that like, I'm going to come back into work and first baby, super naive. Like I was like, I'm going to come back into work, like full throttle, ready to go. I'm going to have all of these things lined up. This is what I need to be working on. Oh yeah. And now I also have to focus on blogging and email and Instagram, (laughs) like the actual marketing of that. And that was very, very stressful for me to go from everything was done and like had been and batched well in advance to, oh, now I'm jumping back into work, but I also have to, you do all of this content creation. And as yeah. we all know, that takes time. So this time around, I'm trying to plan so that when we come back, I have a month of content already planned. Um, so I don't have to stress about at least that part of it. As soon as I jump back in. That's so smart. Do you feel like Um, do you feel like the consistency with Micah, the consistency of content while you were gone, do you feel like that was super beneficial for your business or could you like, what if someone is like, I don't have the ability to pre-plan and pre-batch all of this stuff with my already like full schedule before maternity leave? Like, what would you tell somebody who's in that? I don't think it's as, it it, it was as beneficial as I thought it was going to be, Mm -hmm. which is why this time around I scaled back. So rather, so for example, um, I've been doing weekly videos on YouTube. It's every other week for my maternity leave. And like, I'm perfectly fine with that. (laughs) It was way easier to batch record (laughs) and like have that last for three months than to be thinking through double the amount of content that I needed to create. Um, I, so don't stress if you're, you know, not able to maybe create as much content ahead of time as you want. I do think having some content, even if it's like once a month, like having something that's still there for your people. The great thing though, is I'm, I'm sure for a lot of you guys listening and definitely in magnetized businesses, like our brands are so personal, like mm-hmm. my audience, they know I'm having a baby, like they're, you know, they're following along on Instagram. Like they know, like they're going to see Insta story when the baby's here. And like, then for the next like two months, life is going to be all about baby girl. 
<laughs> on my like Instagram account. And I'm okay with that. Like yeah. my, my brand is very, very personal. And so I think, you know, again, I want to have some consistent content that's specific to what I teach and what I love to educate on, but also knowing that I'm going to have that personal stuff infused in there too. Yeah. I feel like that does help a lot from a personal branding perspective. Like people know what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, tell me about from a financial perspective. I feel like one of um, my friends, the, I don't feel she did ask me the other day. (laughs) Um, one, one of my followers the other day asked about, you know, I, I feel like we put so much emphasis on preparing for maternity leave, like getting the content done, you know, getting your clients ready to go, which is obviously an obvious necessity. But I, I loved how you brought up about how you don't think about what happens when you come back from maternity leave. And I feel like yep. that should be a part of this discussion, right? Yep. So like, yes, you're preparing for leave, but you also need to think through, like, like you said, if you're not thinking through what happens when you come back, you can step into a really chaotic, stressful situation. Absolutely. And you don't know what your infant is going to be like. Like for example, I had two colicky babies and it didn't just magically end because maternity leave was over, you know? Right. Um, right. So the other day I was talking on Instagram DM with a friend who recently had a new baby and she was, she's now in the position of like, I didn't think through from a financial perspective, what does life look like after having a baby? Like, what if my business doesn't bring enough money in for daycare? Like, how do we manage, like, how do we prepare for Mm -hmm. stepping back into work? Um, with a new baby in tow? Like, have you thought about your schedule or what life is going to be like at all when you come back? I have. I do think that it is hard. Um, I mean, anytime you add a baby into the mix, just like you said, there's a level of unknown. Like, what is this baby going to be like? Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if it's your first, it's a whole new world, like truly a whole new world of, you know, just getting into rhythms and getting used to what that looks like for your family. I feel like with number three, it's like, oh boy, like what is three, like realistically going to be like (laughs) when we have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, like it just, and I'm like, of course. And like, my son is going to end school, like right after the baby's born. And then it's like, oh, yay. Like we're all home. Um, but anyway, I, so I think there's always a level of unknown, first of all, like that's just, that's life when you're bringing another human into the world. Um, I do think that in terms of income, this is where thinking about maternity leave earlier on in your pregnancy can be really helpful because you want to look at, well, what's your projected income? What is your revenue that you're planning on bringing in and how does that need to be adjusted because of maternity leave? Um, That was something that, again, I told you the month of January was kind of this like stressor month for me of, oh my gosh, like it, this baby is actually coming this year. (laughs) Like what is happening? Um, And needing, I I needed to sit down and again, I'm such a list person and I need to see things in black and white to then really almost make a, um, make a smaller list of, well, how do I accomplish this? Like, if this is the goal, you know, what am I doing here? Um, I had to do that with our revenue thinking about, okay, well, obviously client contracts, they're going to change because yes, for some of our clients, I'm like, our team is still doing the work, but I'm not doing as much. Like they're not getting quite as much hands-on or strategy or implementation or whatever. So that needed to adjust financially what was coming in per those contracts. And so I had to 
sit down and really look at our numbers and figure out like, okay, what can we project then over maternity leave? And then what would this potentially look like when I get back? And does this still meet our family numbers? If it doesn't, then where can we fill in those gaps? Or if it does, great. We'll just know maybe it's a little bit of a lower year because this is what like our life looked like. So I say all of that to say, I do think that when you're thinking about maternity leave, thinking about it earlier on in terms of income can be helpful. So you know what to project and what to um, have those allowances for, whether it's childcare, whether it's a longer time off, um, something like that, so that you don't come back and feel like shocked at what was what used to be versus what is the reality right now. Yeah. And I think also too, like we, we talk about the beauty of small business. That's what we're talking about on this podcast all the time, you know, but also like realizing and accepting that you can't predict everything like right in a small business, just like you with COVID, you could have never predicted that, right. you know, you with a newborn, like you don't know what, and I tell this to moms all the time. I'm like, you can lay a perfect plan, but you don't know what your baby is going to be like. You don't know how you are going to feel like. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know about you, but I felt different after each baby was born. Like I felt, mm-hmm. you know, super energetic after Kennedy. And then with Esley, I went through essentially postpartum depression. And then with crew, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Having three children is a lot of kids. <laughs> like it, it, I just was exhausted from trying to like figure life out. And so I feel like, you know, do, do as much planning, do as much like projecting as you can, but also realizing that you need to give this a little bit of grace too, Mm -hmm. that you cannot pre-plan everything, you know? And I think, I don't know, I'd love to hear from you. Like what would be your ideal length of time that you tell somebody to take a maternity leave? If, if that is possible for them? I mean, obviously the longer, the better, just in terms of like, why not? Like enjoy, enjoy it as much as you can. And also there is a transition. So I'm, I feel similar to you. I feel like, yes, there's that six week, like sleepy newborn phase, but I personally with my, at least with my other two. And so I'm kind of expecting it to be the same. The first month is really, really hard with like, let's like we're nursing and like figuring out like supply and demand and like, what does baby need? And like nighttime stuff. And then you've got big kids and there's like, so the first First month to me was always like one of the hardest just because you're getting into the swing of things. So I like, yes, I, that's of course I'm on leave, but it's not really like, you're not like enjoying that time as much Mm -hmm. because you're, you're exhausted and you're like trying to nurse or formula, like whatever it is you're trying to do. Like there's a lot of things in that first month. Um, So that's why I think like a three month time frame can be really nice. Cause then it's like, you get, you're going to have those like ebbs and flows of just the season of even that 12 week time frame of what yeah. it's like with baby this time around, I'm doing two months and then easing back in for the third month. So it's like, some things are starting up with some clients. I know what's, but I already know what's on the schedule. And again, that's where I, at least for me with the line of work that I do for our clients in terms of the launches and the content marketing for them, I can plan that. Like they're already thinking about what is their August content? What is their August? 
August launch schedule. So even right now I can do some prep work so that when I ease back in, it feels better. And for all the reasons you said, Megan, of like, you just don't know, like, what is this baby going to be like? My kids do not sleep well until they're six months old. Like that has been like historical for the first two. So I'm already like, this one won't take a passy. This one's only going to want mama. This yeah. one's not going to sleep. Like I'm already and like, maybe she'll be so different. I've got a passy ready to like stick in her mouth as soon as she's born. Be like, take this thing. Um, and maybe she'll be different, but I'm like, you know what? I've already had two this way. She'll probably be the same way. So again, having that time to like ease back into, I think is yeah. really helpful. No matter if it's your first, your third, your fifth, you just don't know the child. You don't know your family rhythm. You don't know the business rhythm. Mm-hmm. So rather than jumping back in full force, having that time where you can start slow, I think is yeah. really helpful. I totally agree. I, I, with Claire, I did a three month, like I'm off Mm-hmm. Of work mode. And then I did that with the fourth month. So I planned a four month leave, but month number four, I was like stepping back in and literally did like no deadlines that month. I have a different business than you do. So for me, it was like no client work at all that month. Mm-hmm. That way I'm stepping back in and like feeling out where I want to focus my time and my energy and heaven forbid, if I couldn't focus my time and my energy during that month, it was fine, you know? Right. Right. Um, so I love that ease back in, like give yourself time Mm -hmm. for that. Like say you're off for a certain amount of time, but like you get, you, you get the opportunity to step back in, in the way that feels right for you. Absolutely. Any other thoughts before you have this baby and as you wrap up your business, Kat? Well, if anybody listening, if you guys are prepping for a maternity leave or even just like an extended sabbatical, I know quite a few business owners have done that. Um, and you have, you know, more specific questions, send me or Megan a DM, like, absolutely. Like would love to talk with you about some of the nitty gritty of, you know, inbox or, you know, if content marketing, like any of that stuff, like there are, there are a lot of things to think about when you are planning to step away. Um, but to encourage you, it's possible to step away. Like it's a hundred percent possible. My business right now, you guys is bringing in more revenue on the service side than the digital side. So I consider us more heavily a service business than a digital business. And I'm, I'm still getting to step away. So I say that as an encouragement, like you can too, like you really can figure out a way to set clear expectations with your clients, um, to look at that revenue that you're, you know, projecting or that you're wanting to bring in before and after baby, um, and, and carve out that time for your family. I love it. All right, friends, we are officially on baby Schmoyer watch. <laughs> What's your prediction? What is your prediction for when baby Schmoyer is going to come? Uh, I was telling Megan before we started recording, I'm like, I need another week. Come on, baby girl. I need one more week <laughs> to just wrap up some client work and feel a little bit more prepared on the business side. But my other two were basically due date babies. So I, I feel like she'll probably just come around her due date just because that's what the other two did, but yeah, who knows? We'll see. I'm guessing 38 weeks, six days. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure, baby girl. Oh my goodness. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, we cannot wait to see that sweet baby on Instagram. And until then we will catch you in the next conversation. 